You're listening to the Sheep Spot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Could you hear that? It was Zora purring. She's sitting on the back of my chair. Hello, darling sheep spotters. I hope you are well. I really hope this episode finds you well. Um, I am Sasha from sheepspot.com, where we are laser focused on helping you make yarns you love with beautiful fibers and top-notch instruction. Today, guys, I am going to talk about knitting style and twist when you are knitting with your hand spun. But first, I have a few announcements. Now Zora is walking around on my desk, so you may be able to hear her now as well. But anyway, I'm going to just carry on because, oh, no, there she's right next to the mic. Yep. right next to the mic and uh, just generally walking around on my desk. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, Some announcements. Some, first of all, some things I want you guys to know about. Number one, you should all absolutely check out the Crafting with Compassion podcast. I will put a link in the show notes. This is a video podcast with the fabulous Sarah Bone. Sarah has been a customer of mine for a while, and I've had the pleasure of uh, having dinner with her at the last ply away. She is a complete delight. And if you like my podcast, I think you will like her podcast as well. Uh, So go definitely check that out. Number two... In the last episode, I mentioned a rigid heddle weaving workshop, an online workshop with Esther Rogers. And I said that I hadn't seen the workshop yet, but that I had seen other video classes with her that I've really liked. So now I have started watching that workshop, which is called Expressive Weaving on a Rigid Heddle Loom. And I can now recommend it enthusiastically. Seriously, I was watching the first lesson last night. It's about different ways of warping and using supplemental warp, a concept that I, of course, knew nothing about, not really being a weaver. And I felt like my head might have exploded a little bit with the things she was teaching. So I really cannot wait to re- to watch the rest of it and to start warping my own loom. So that's number two. Number three, don't forget the Groom Your Stash Challenge starts next week on Monday, March 30th. It is a five-day challenge that will help you get your stash organized and stored safely. I'm also going to be talking about combining colorways and fibers so that you can combine single braids and various odds and ends in your stash into larger projects. 
I don't know what's going on with my throat today. Anyway. Um, and I'm also going to talk about how to use um, fiber prep tools to open up fiber that has gotten compacted in your stash. So if you are interested, please go and sign up because I need your email address so I can send you the daily prompts. You can sign up for the challenge at sheepspot.com slash stash hyphen challenge stash challenge sheepspot.com slash stash hyphen challenge. Okay. So that's number three. Number four, I started going live on Instagram this week and I think I'm going to keep doing it, you know, sort of while we are all trapped in our houses. So uh, I'm doing it Mondays through Fridays at 1 p.m. And I am just spinning, sharing, spinning tips, yakking about my life, and fighting the dreaded social isolation. So if you follow me on Instagram, my handle on Instagram is at sheepspot. Not a lot of mystery there, folks. Um, you will get a notification when I go live. So those are the announcements. And so let's get into today's topic, which is about knitting style and twist. So first, I have to tell you a little story. For the past several months, I have been kind of forcing myself to knit with my left hand tensioning the yarn because I've got some arthritis in my right thumb, and it seems to be exacerbated by my usual knitting style, which is um, in which I tension the yarn with my right hand. So I have been kind of, I mean, I have taken classes on continental knitting, but I have been, I did a lot of research. I looked at all sorts of different ways to knit, Um, in the hopes of figuring out something that I could do without hurting my thumb. And so what I sort of settled into is combination knitting. So that means that I hold the yarn in my left hand and I wrap the yarn um, around the needle for both knit and purl stitches. But I, the way I do my purl stitches, um, I twist the stitch. So I have to knit through the back loop. Let's say I'm knitting stockinette. So on the next row, I'll just knit through the back back loop to untwist the stitch. So I found that this is what gives me the best results. It gives me the nicest fabric. Um, and it's, it's a little bit, uh, you have to kind of keep your wits about you to remember not to twist the stitches again on the next row, but so far so good. So, um, my gauge when I am tensioning the yarn in my left hand is quite different. It's quite a bit looser than my gauge when I tension my yarn in my right hand. So I've generally been trying not to mix these methods in projects. So everything I started knitting with my right hand, I am continuing tonight, um, knit English style throwing. Uh, but all the new projects I'm starting, I am doing it the other way so that I have a bit of a balance in terms of what I'm asking my hands to do, ergonomically speaking. 
So I said I'm not combining these techniques in the same project, but I recently picked up an old work in progress that I am making with some hand-spun yarn. It's called the Stitch Sampler Shawl. And it was, um, the pattern is by On This Day Designs. I will link to it in the show notes. I am really enjoying it. It's a free pattern, and I think it works really well with hand-spun knit from multicolored braids. And this shawl has, it's uh, a big rectangular shawl, and it has very long rows. So, and I was feeling a bit bored one evening. And so I decided that I would just try tensioning my yarn in the other hand to see how much of a difference it made in the gauge, because this is a shawl that's knit at quite a loose gauge anyway. So I thought I would just give it a try and see if the gauge difference was noticeable. So I was experimenting. And so I tried a bunch of different combinations of picking and throwing on knit stitches and purl stitches to sort of see if I could get comfortable and still produce a fabric that I liked. I was prepared to rip back. So, um, and I didn't get a huge gauge difference, but what I did see was some weird things happening with my twist, with my ply twist, depending on how I was knitting. So I've understood for a while that different knitting styles affect your ply twist, but I've never actually been able to, because I only knit in one way, you know, the same thing happened every time. But now that I'm knitting in different ways, I'm actually able to see those changes in my yarn in real time. And so this sent me down a bit of a rabbit hole of research, which was confusing. I will link to the articles that I looked at. There are two articles on the Mason Dixon blog, um, the Mason Dixon knitting blog by Jillian Moreno about this question of knitting style and twist. And um, I couldn't really understand the relationship. I couldn't I could understand what she was saying, but it was not what I had been experienced when knitting. And that is because it turns out I, I wrap my yarn around the needles in a weird way when I'm knitting. So, um, so that's why what I was reading wasn't lining up with what I was actually seeing in my yarn. But after I figured out, I actually had to start knitting a swatch and really look at the way I knit in both um, tensioning with my right hand and my left hand, both knit and purl stitches. Um, and that has given me, that sort of brought my results more into alignment with what I was reading in my research. And it also um, gives a good rule of thumb for you about how your knitting style is changing the ply twist in your yarn. So usually this is discussed, this question of knitting style and ply twist is discussed as if you knit, if you are a thrower, this is happening to your yarn. If you are a picker, this is happening to your yarn. If you are knitting combination, this is happening to your yarn. Um, and the problem with that is that we all knit differently and um, we can produce the same effect of a knit stitch or a purl stitch in a bunch of different ways. Turns out mine is apparently atypical. So, um, so, 
but I have a rule of thumb that I think works and will allow you to figure out what's happening in your yarn if you are seeing um, your ply twist change. So let's first review just S twist and Z twist, or if you're in Canada or the UK, Z twist. So Z twist or Z twist means that your wheel or your flyer, if you're using an e-spinner, your wheel is turning clockwise. S twist is when your wheel or your flyer is turning counterclockwise. So most of us are taught to spin in the clockwise direction, so that's Z or Z, and to ply in the counterclockwise uh, direction, which is S. And it turns out that when I'm knitting English style with the yarn in my right hand, I make both my knit and purl stitches by wrapping the yarn counterclockwise. And because I am moving the yarn around my needle counterclockwise, I'm also adding a bit of counterclockwise twist, which for me is the ply twist. Okay. So if, and if you're, you're plying S, it's going to be your ply twist too. So if you're wrapping around the needle counterclockwise, you're adding ply twist. Um, however, when I combination knit, I wrap the yarn counterclockwise when I knit, but I wrap it clockwise when I purl. And because I was working with a plied yarn that was spun from a multicolored braid, I was able to see very clearly in my purl stitches that I was taking out ply twist. And as I looked at the just made purl stitches on the needle, the individual um, plies, rather than being wrapped around each other, actually appeared to be lying just parallel to each other on my needle. Uh, so, so in my case, when I'm doing combination knitting, I think that probably the adding and subtracting of ply twist likely balances out in the fiber as a whole. Um, because when the fiber gets, when the project gets washed and blocked, the fiber, both the individual fibers and the twist are going to move around and sort of ev try to even themselves out. Um, I think the only exception to that would be um, if you're knitting a very, very tightly knit fabric where when you wash it, the yarn just doesn't have any, and the fibers and the twists don't have any room to move. But I think for my, for my case, the way I combination knit, they're balancing out. So <clears throat> let's sum up. Wrapping your yarn counterclockwise adds some ply twist in yarns plied S or counterclockwise. Wrapping your yarn clockwise removes some ply twist remove some ply twist in yarns plied S. And in order to figure out what's happening to your hand spun yarn, you should analyze your knitting style. So knit something, watch how you're wrapping the, the yarn for a knit stitch, watch how you're wrapping it for a purl stitch. And that will tell you um, what's happening in your hand spun when you're knitting with it. 
And if your style tends to add ply twist and you are finding that your fabric is a little, has a, a bit of a harder hand than you want it to, you may be, you may want to back off a little bit on your ply twist because you're going to add a bit in your knitting. Um, and the same for the other direction. So if your style tends to take away ply twist, so if you're wrapping clockwise, then you may want to add a bit more twist. So I hope that that was clear. Um, it, it did take me a bit of time to sort of work all this out and figure out what was happening, but I'm, I'm now glad that I did. And I hope that this is useful for you in maybe answering some questions that you have about how your hand spun is knitting up. The other piece of this to remember is that if you're adding ply twist, you're also probably changing your gauge a bit. So, um, yeah, because your yarn, if you're twisting it more in the ply, it's probably getting a bit smaller in diameter. So that's another thing that you might want to think about. If you're really struggling with getting gauge for a particular thing, you might just ask yourself, how is the, how is this business about adding or subtracting twist changing your gauge? All right. That is it for me this week, my darling sheep spotters. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time, unless, of course, you choose to join me in the Groom Your Stash Challenge. And you can find that, you can sign up at sheepspot.com slash stash hyphen challenge. Or if you choose to join me live on Instagram weekdays at one o'clock Eastern, you can find me on Instagram as at sheepspot. So in the meantime, go spin something. <music>